Hi beautiful, I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Gentle Podcast. Here we talk all things that nourish the mind, body and spirit, giving you inspiration and actions on living a centered, purposeful and vital life that feels aligned with your divine feminine nature. I am your host, Rachel White, a yogi, coach, and heart-centered human here to provide a gentle space for healing and thriving. Let's get into this episode. Hi, everyone. We're here for a gentle podcast episode, and I have a special guest with me, Travis Barton. Welcome, Travis. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing? Very, very well. So Travis is an international life and business coach, speaker and author, and he's an expert in taking people who want to be extraordinary to epic new heights. Sounds very exciting. So let's just start with a little bit about your background, Travis, because I love watching your social media and all the adventure and everything you're doing in the world now. And I'd love to hear, has your life always been that way or was there a bit of a journey to get to this point? Just take us through the story. Um, yeah, great question. I, you know, it was inherently who I was always on, on, on a deep cellular level. And I think through social constructs and societal pressures and conditioning, I kind of lost that and I, I, I began showing up in my you know early 20s as maybe somebody I wasn't entirely, that was inauthentic to who I really was at my core. I was trying to play a, a character that I wasn't, um, dict- you know, dict- all dictated by kind of what people thought I should and shouldn't be or should and shouldn't do with my life. And it wasn't until I kind of had enough of doing that, I, I realized my soul wasn't alive uh, playing that role of doing, you know, the nine to five and the, all, all that stuff that, you know, society says we should do, uh, but I started traveling and it was through traveling and uh, spending time outdoors and nature and that I really discovered who I was at my core or not discovered. I, I remembered who I was at my core and I started to step back into that. So yeah, the, the journey was, um, it's a fun one of, uh, of rediscover rediscovery, I think more, more than discovery. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so for anyone listening that is maybe in that state of, like you said, playing a character and not really feeling like they are who they're meant to be or that something's a little off in their life, what is, so you said it was traveling for you. What is, mm. what are some other ways that people can start to remember, yeah. rediscover awesome. they're meant to be here? Uh, Joseph Campbell said it best. It's very easy. Follow your bliss wherever that leads you, uh, do it without the expectation that you're going to get anything in return out of it. Do it without the expectation that, uh, maybe I'll find my purpose in doing this. Do it, do this without the expectation of, Oh, may, maybe this will lead to the next thing. Do it just to live, do it just for the sake of it. Uh, follow your bliss, follow your interests, follow your passions, pursue, listen to that, that voice. Everybody's got that voice in their heart. For some people, it's a little more subtle for some people. It's, screams loudly at us Mm -hmm. all that voice one step at a time and see where it might lead you because i guarantee you it's that that voice is never going to go away you spend your whole you wake up at 60 years old uh looking back in your life and you say where the hell did my life go and it's not that life is too short it's that we wait too long to start living we wait too long to 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 listen to that voice and, and, and to walk in alignment with it and 
Like I said, for some people, it's more subtle. Um, for some people, it's a lot louder. If, if that voice is more subtle for you, I, I challenge you to practice some contemplative stillness so you can better hear it. We're in a perfect time right now that a lot of people are bored yeah. because so we're all, we're all kind of cooped up inside, you know? Good, be bored. See where that leads you. See what that, that's, that's calling you to do and explore that. So adventure isn't just a, a, a thing that's out in the world to go do out in the world. Adventure isn't just about traveling and conquering high mountain peaks and surfing and all that. It's about exploring within us as well mm. and exploring just to see where, where you know, our heart is leading us to go as well yeah i love that point so much because sometimes the immediate image that comes to mind when you think of i want to live a life fun and of adventure it's like doing all those amazing things like hiking mountains and (laughs) skydiving and all those like big adventure things but like you said adventure can be found within ourselves as well and just because we might be spending a lot more or all of our time at home at the moment we can still find adventure and find and connect with who we are that's right. You don't need a passport or hiking boots to have a great adventure, for sure. Yeah. So, sometimes a good 15-minute meditation is a great adventure. Yeah. Right? Sometimes, Definitely. you know, it, it doesn't have to be on this grand scale. Um, but it's in that spirit in which we're going to uncover beautiful things about who we are. And whether that is booking a trip to Iceland on your own and discovering yourself that way, or whether it's you're starting to read that self-help book that's been collecting dust in your bookshelf for the last two years, mm-hmm. whatever that is it's taking that step yeah and we never have to compare our step to anyone else as well like we don't need to look at your profile and think we need to do everything travis is doing like we can yeah 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 i try to be very real with people on that like you know uh, you shouldn't be comparing your behind the scenes and your whole picture with somebody else's highlight reel and on social media it's very easy to get caught up in that trap and say oh travis has it so great oh my god you know so and so has it so great and you're not you're not sometimes always getting the whole picture so it's important to put that into perspective yeah definitely um so i want to talk a little bit more about something you briefly mentioned about just taking the first step something that i see so often is that it's almost like we want to see the whole picture before we'll even take one step forward. And then think you mentioned, um, like you mentioned purpose before. And I hear so many people talk about like, I just want to know my purpose. I want to know exactly what I need to do, exactly that it's going to be okay. And I feel like that conversation almost always ends in them just feeling this huge state of fear, like they can't even move at all. So what are some of your thoughts around how to move through fear, how to um, like find the courage or the mm. momentum or energy to take that first step. All right. Um, <laughs> I wrote a book and it's coming out in a couple months. It's called the adventure of purpose because the journey of purpose is an adventure. It's not a paid tour. Right. So what does that mean? Adventure is things might go wrong. You're going to encounter adversity you're going to have to climb the hill you're going to have to or the mountain you're going to have to traverse the oceans you're going to have to slay the proverbial dragon right that's the adventure and through that we grow we learn we get stronger the dragons we face don't necessarily get easier but we get stronger it's not the paid the paid tour of purpose where it's like i want to go there take me i don't have to do any work on my part i'm a passerby that's just watching you know 
It's not, it's not what it is. And so this is the, the beauty of the adventure is that you have to confront the fear. Um, that's, that's the part of it. And on the adventure of purpose, um, you learn more about who you are. The path might change even, but you're never going to discover that path unless you first choose to embark. You have to take that step. Um, the thing with people that want the whole thing designed in front of them, we want this whole thing, is that they want a map, right? But if you're using somebody else's map, you're using the wrong map. What you need is a compass, and that's from inside you, and that leads you to that next step. And, and I, you know, with the fear, it's, what, are they, what is the old saying? Fear, the acronym, false evidence appearing real. Right? We've all heard that, right? And that's, but we know that on an intellectual level, but it's not until we step into that fear that we understand that on an experiential level. We, knew, we know this to be true. False evidence appearing real. No, duh. Like, mm-hmm. what was I so scared about? This is, this is amazing. I'm having a time of my life. But it's always the first step where we get caught up the most in, that state of perpetual preparation. Uh, mm-hmm. perpetual avoidance of taking that first step. I'm just not quite ready yet. I'm just not quite ready. Right? I had an Instagram follower. Uh, she was been following me for five years, I think, long time. And she's been talking about starting her business since the beginning. I'm not going to tell you her name. If she's listening, she knows exactly who she is. Uh, for five for five years. And what she's doing is she's sabotaging it because she's, um, and I've told her this, but, you know, because she's trying to avoid taking that step. Right. So she's living her life right now in her head, preparing. And it's been five years. And what's going to happen if you don't take that stepsister, because there's going to be another five years. So they're going to pass by like that. So it it is about, and I'm not asking you to jump out of the airplane without knowing how to pull the, pull the uh, parachute, right? Learn how to do it. But there's a certain point where when you're ready, you're ready. And I'm going to challenge you to consider this. I'd have you consider that most of your audience listening right now, if you, even if you don't think you are, I'd have you reconsider that. I think, I think most of your audience might be ready, right? Because mm. we oftentimes are. Yes. I, I love everything you just said so much. And I'm, I'll definitely be grabbing a copy of your book to read. I love, I love looking at life as an adventure because when, when we call it an adventure, it's like, let's just have fun with it because what's the point of doing anything else? I've been That's looking right. at, yeah, I've been um, seeing all these like things lately about how, um, like Elon Musk said, maybe we're living in a like computer simulation or um, like there's all yeah. these different theories about what happens after we pass on from our current physical right. body. Sure. Um, but like we'll never really know with 100% certainty. So what's the point of doing anything that doesn't feel good? And when we can really ground ourselves in that, then it just doesn't make sense to do anything that isn't an adventure and anything we're not enjoying. But it, yeah, it can be that fear of not actually taking action. And I always tell like my clients and everyone I talk to that the clarity will always come from the action or from the adventure, yeah. like you're saying. It's never going to come just thinking about it in your head. Totally. It's, 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 the clarity comes from actually going out there and living life. Hmm. right not not sitting in your head and, and overthinking things right it, it comes through living this is um the big call to action and when i work with clients and, and purpose right we can sit here and have a conversation around purpose all day and you're going to get insights and you're going to discover things about you and you're going to get excited right but life happens between the coaching sessions 
And therefore the discovery of purpose happens between those coaching sessions. It happens in going out there and living life and getting out of your comfort zone in a very physical way and trying new things in a very physical way. That's where we, that's where we really discover purpose uh, in, in the new next direction in our business or whatever that is in life. It's, it's through living. It's, it's, it's a call to action from the universe to, to, to come out and play. Mm-hmm. And when you take that step and you start to come out and play, it's almost as if the universe kind of says to you, well, what the hell took you so long, right? I've been waiting this whole time. And you're just sitting there going, what the hell took you so long? Like, yeah. This was never so bad, right? And, and, and that's, that's the beauty of it. I mean, the meaning of life is just simply, it's just to be alive. Mm-hmm. I, I like to use the, you're talking about like Elon Musk, um, talking about what if we're, you know, in the computer simulation. In the Buddhist tradition, it's it said that life is a dream. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's all a dream. Um, I like to use the analogy of lucid dreaming. And do you know what lucid dreaming is? Um, do you want to give a little? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. It's, um, um, it's, it's when within a dream, you can recognize that you're dreaming. So you can catch yourself in the dream and go, holy shit, I'm dreaming. This is what this is. I'm dreaming. Oh my God. And what can you do in that dream? Hmm. Anything that your imagination allows. I can fly. I, I can I can explore new continents. I can be Indiana Jones if I wanted to. I can, you know, whatever I wanted to do, I can do in this dream. Mm-hmm. Life is a lot like that, right? We are here for a fleeting amount of time. And let me ask you something. When you wake up from that lucid dream, are you going to wake up and say, oh, man, I was too scared to go fly. I was too scared to do this. I was too scared to ask the guy or the girl out in the dream, right? No, because it was all a dream. At the end of your life, it's going to seem very much that same way, right? What did I make a big stink out of, out of this? What did I make a big stink about pursuing my dream for? Because mm-hmm. it will seem just like that. It'll just be a memory. Like, that. why did I make a, such a big deal out of it? I challenge you to look at your life that way. To imagine it like that. And I know it can seem pretty intense when you're in the middle of it and I have to make the decision, but eventually it's going to be that. It's going to be a dream. Yeah. It's going to feel like that. And then I'm gonna say, you're going to say, what the hell did I take everything so seriously for? Why did I let my fears run my life? Right? Why didn't I pursue that, that thing that I've always wanted to? Yeah, that's such a, such a good insight. And I feel like I hear a lot of people when they talk about their fears, it's sometimes time comes up as a fear that there's not enough time to do things or maybe too much time has passed. They, they think they're too old and things like that. But time is just so funny for me because when we look back, like you said, it's like the click of a finger. Things have just gone and they're passed. But when we look forward, it can feel overwhelming because we just... We can't see forward. Um, totally. Yeah. Totally. Mm. Um, well, you know, if time seems like it's going by too fast. I, I'm going to challenge. I'm going to tell you, it's it's that you're not taking enough action mm. in life. You're not doing enough. And yeah. I, as I said earlier, I think I said this to you earlier. Uh, it's not that life is too short. It's that we wait too long to start living. Yeah. And that's why life seems shorter than it really is. It's because we spend all day, all day preparing. We, we, we spend five years waiting to start the business. We spend years thinking and thinking and thinking about what we would love to do. We spend years thinking about, oh, I'd love to learn the guitar. We spend too much time thinking about, I love to ask this person out. We spend too much time thinking, oh, this, I, I have this great idea for a business or a book. We spend all this time thinking, but not enough time in the doing. And that's why, that's why life seems much shorter than it is. 
Yeah. So call to action for everyone listening. You've done enough preparing. <laughs> take some action right now. Take, take some action. What did Lao Tzu say? He said, um, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one single step. Mm. He didn't say, it's just one step. You don't gotta, he didn't say the journey of a thousand miles begins with drawing out your entire map and figuring out where this is and this and what this challenge is going to happen. One mm. step. Yeah. And that first step is going to be the hardest one you take. But that's kind of cool to know that. Because then you know that the next step, you're building this kind of momentum, the snowball effect. Yeah. So just take the one, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't feel like, oh, I got to figure this out. Man. Just take one step. Mm. One step. That's it. And then see where the next one leads you. Yes. Love it. Um, so on your, I saw on your website that one of the topics you like to talk about is around cultivating profound happiness. And this is something I hear a lot from other people as well around I like if I ask them what they want, usually the answer is I just want to be happy. And I think sometimes there's a lot more detail to go in there, but I feel like it's something that everyone really just wants to feel good, to feel happy. So how can we go about, what's your perspective on cultivating that profound level of happiness? Yeah. Um, When it comes down to, and I I can go on all day about this. I mean, it's it's such a, 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 it's weird. It's like paradoxical. It's a big topic, but it's also not. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, where do I want to go? Because I, I can easily talk about so many different facets of this. I think the foundational element to uncovering happiness is, is actually quite simple. It's to spend more time focusing on the things that we already have rather than focusing on the things that we think we want. It's gratitude. It's giving profound gratitude. It's interesting through my travels of the world. I've seen happier people in the slums of Nicaragua than I've seen in next to where I live, Laguna beach, you know, mansions and big cars and everything like that. Why is that? Right. Clearly we know on an intellectual level that money doesn't buy happiness. Otherwise, you'd see celebrities who are just completely pumped on life, right? Mm-hmm. It's about, so much of it is about the gratitude um, and appreciating those things that we have in life. Um, and, and I think on a, on a level also not taking things so seriously, right? We all face challenges in life. And uh, we only give those challenges the power if we respond or if we react to them in a negative way. So responding to those things in a powerful way, finding a new perspective to approach our challenges and, and hurt in life through the lens of growth and, 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 and you know, to lack of a better term, adventure, right? Seeing if this was a call to action from the universe as a great adventure in disguise, what would be begging me to do? Um, so that's, those are some foundational elements. Um, and for me, my, you know, for my story, it's, it's uh, achieving that meditation has helped me immensely and in, in finding happiness in my life and journaling and, and doing my, you know, deep inner work that I do. Um, so that's definitely, um, I, I would start there. If you can give gratitude every day, like deep, deep gratitude, not just like say it like, oh yeah, I'm grateful for, you know, this and I'm grateful for fresh water. Say it and mean it, really get into it, right? Really feel it. And then to start to view your challenges that you're facing in life, knowing that they're not, they're only temporary, 
So don't letting, not letting those challenges, whatever you're facing in life, uh, ruin your week, month, year, right? Knowing that it's temporary and knowing that it might even be a call to action from the universe as, as an opportunity for growth and learning. Yeah. And I think that's such an important message right now because there's a lot of people that are, they've suddenly lost their job or they've had to close their business and all of that. And the challenge they're facing now is temporary. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing that um, some businesses that I'm following are already taking on that opportunity for growth, expanding online or doing mm-hmm. other things or adapting in some way. Yeah, totally. Uh, t- absolutely. Uh, question, question asked too is may- maybe... I would have you consider that it's a good thing. Now, I'm not saying that the bad out or the good outweighs the bad. If you lost your job, you know, I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is that I, I'm as a coach, what often what I do is I challenge my clients or the people that I work with to, to view their life through a new lens, through a new perspective, to change the way they see their world. Because if you can change the way you see your world, your entire world will begin to change. Mm. So ask yourself, start changing the way the questions you ask. So maybe a lot of people right now are asking themselves, or I'm sure a lot of people are asking themselves, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening? Why did I lose my job? Mm. This sucks. I mean, yeah, of course, you're human beings, right? I mean, I'm not going to say that that's, that's a perfectly natural reaction to losing your job. But I'm going to challenge you. Once you've gone, you know, spent some time dealing with that and coping with it, ask yourself a more powerful question. Instead of why is this happening to me, try asking yourself, why is this happening for me? Why is this, how is this a good thing? In one year from now, how can I be grateful that this ever happened for me? And see where that thinking leads you, right? Maybe there's something in the bottom of your heart that you've been wanting to pursue and now you have the time to finally do it, right? So change the way you see your world and your entire world will begin to change. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, just, we can call it just positive thinking, right? I think there's a book written out in like the fifties, like the power of positive thinking. You know, and you don't have to be stubbornly positive. That's called spiritual bypass. Go to the pity party. You lost your job. Cool. Be upset about it. Great. Just don't overstay your welcome at the pity party. Mm-hmm. Right? Once you've dealt with it and, 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 and gone through the emotions, start asking yourself those questions. Like, how is this a good thing? Right? Yeah. It's very simple. If we can change our questions that we ask ourselves, we, we, can, we have infinite power mm. yeah, to do incredible such things. A, such a powerful mindset shift into just – changing simple questions we're asking ourselves, like the questions you just said. And I feel like one of the biggest differences between staying in the fear energy and getting into the excitement energy is just the, how we phrase the what if questions, like Mm -hmm. what if this lasts forever? What if I run out of money? What if I become homeless? What if I never get a job again? Blah, blah, blah. And obviously if you're framing your questions in that way, that is going to create a lot of fear. But then if like, what if I start my own online business and it's amazing? What if I have a deeper yeah. relationship? What if I, like, we can always frame our questions in a different way to generate different levels of energy and, and emotion. Absolutely. Like you said, reframe the questions that you ask yourself. I, I said that the way you see your world informs how you show up in the world. It, it informs your world. But the way you see your world or think about your world is first informed by the way you speak. Mm. So start saying it. Asking yourself those questions is a huge first start. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's definitely the language we use and the words we choose are so powerful in how we see the world totally. and how we see ourselves. Yeah, to- absolutely. Mm. 
Um, so are there any other topics or things that you feel like are really important to bring up in terms of um, like going on your own like hero's adventure journey or creating this adventure for your life? <laughs> I'm a bit of a um, I'm a bit of a Joseph Campbell nerd. So if, if nobody knows who Joseph Campbell is, he's, he wrote he's basically uncovered what the, the monomyth, the hero's journey, uh, and that's become a over the years of a huge element in my coaching. So I, I can sit and talk about the hero's journey with you all day. Um, basically, for your audience who doesn't know what the hero's journey is, it's it's what this man Joseph Campbell, a mythologist, uncovered that storytelling. All storytelling through through myth to modern film to the books we read to, to the stories we tell at a campfire basically be summed up as the hero's journey. There's the call to adventure. There's the resistance to the call to adventure. Right? There's embarking on the journey. There's the threshold. There's the return home with the elixir. Mm-hmm. But these aren't just foundations of a great myth. The reason we love the myth or the story or the film is because it speaks to our soul. And so us in our lives, we all go through our own hero's journey. Now the sadness is uh, if you don't know what the heroes, the first few steps of the hero's journey are, you have the call to adventure. And then you have a second part. That's is where most people stop. So there's 12 stages in the hero's journey. Most people stop at stage two. You know what stage two is? The taking action. Uh-oh. No, it's not. <laughs> Taking action step three. Most people uh-huh. stop here because everybody has it. We have the call to adventure. Everybody has the call to adventure in their heart. Mm-hmm. Okay? Every single person has a call to adventure in their heart. And if you think you don't have it, you do listen, listen quieter. <laughs> All right? Um, so stage two is where most people stop. So stage two is the resistance to the call. Mm-hmm. So the resistance to the call, what is that? And that's, everybody has this too. What is that? That's fear manifesting itself. And so what most people do is they sit in that fear and they turn back into the ordinary world. And so they forever live with the call to adventure still in their heart. Mm. Now you have nine other stages of your life story to live. Nine other stages. And I challenge you, if you're, if you're watching this um, or listening to this, Know, to find your call to adventure, to find out what that is and to step into it. So once you embark on that journey, you're going to find that you have, um, you know, the, the other stages are meeting with the mentor. It's crossing the threshold, which is the big, you know, big fear, you know, stepping into that world. I'm crossing the threshold. What does that mean? I've started my business. I've, I've started traveling the world. And you have tests, challenges, you meet your allies, you find the cave that you fear to enter, you have the ordeal. And then on the other end of that, you have the treasure that you were seeking. You have slayed the dragon. You've discovered yourself. You've grown in an extraordinary way. But that only ever happens if you first choose to embark. It's like that old Lao Tzu quote says, journey of a thousand miles, begins with one single step. Just don't overwhelm yourself with what the dragon's going to look like, with what the threshold's going to look like, what the challenges you have to face. Take that step because that's where most people stop. And then on that step, you realize, hell, this is a lot of fun. Yeah. What a a great time. Like, this is what life's about. It's not refusing the call, it's answering the call. Yeah. 
And it is when you frame it like that, that most people step at that, stop at that second step. It, like it's really sad when we think about it in that way that there's so much untapped potential in mm-hmm. so many people around the entire world. Oh, um, totally. I um, I first watched that documentary movie. I think it's called, is it Finding Joe? The, the hero's journey, Joseph Campbell. Oh, I don't know the name Something of like Finding Joe. Is it? There's one on YouTube. So if, 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 if your audience is on YouTube, there's a free one on YouTube. It's like an hour and a half. Yeah. So it's something like uh, that. But anyway, when I first watched it, I really started to, it was like at the back of my mind whenever I watched movies and I love watching like Marvel yeah. superhero movies. And I realized that it's like the exact same process. It's like <laughs> a person that doesn't see potential in themselves, like they get yeah. or they resist, they do it. And it's like the, the exact same journey. And I think it can be really cool to think about like if my life was a movie, what would I do next? Like what, what would make the movie interesting? Yeah. I, I oftentimes have my clients write out their own hero's journey in the yeah. beginning. Like what is it? Uh, yeah, you know, the prototype is there or the archetype of the myth is there in the films that you watch. Right? You watch Marvel and the Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and all these, you know, films. It's there. It's the hero's journey. But the reason we're so drawn to those stories is because it speaks to us on, on, a, on a spiritual level. Mm-hmm. So that, that archetype isn't just about the myth. It's about personal growth, spiritual growth as well. And that's why it speaks so much to us. And the reason we're so inspired by that is because oh, I wish I, I wish I could do that. I wish that was me. You can. Right? Yeah. And there's a reason it's speaking so much to you. Right, and, and start to pay attention to that, and what that's what that's saying to you. Yes, love that. Um, so to wrap us up, do you have any final words that you would like to share, or any any further call to actions to put forward to everyone? Oh man, so much. Um, I feel like the, in the theme of the conversation today, um, let's do this. What is the big dream? If you knew you couldn't fail. If you weren't scared, hypothetically, I'm just playing in the sandbox with your audience here. What would you do with the rest of your life? If your happiness paid the bills, what would you do with the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it? Write it down. Challenge it to write it. Be as specific as possible. Now, we're playing in the sandbox. I want you to dream big. I want you to swing for the fences. No limit thinking. Once you got that written down, I want you to ask yourself a very simple question. What is my first small, tiniest step into having that life? Mm. Once you have that, I want you to take it and see what begins to happen in your life. So yeah, that would be my uh, that would be my uh, parting Amazing. words. I think. Amazing! I love that. I love if my happiness paid the bills, what would I do? Yeah. That's such a powerful question. And yeah, yeah, and make sure everyone listening that you take that step. <laughs> Yes, that's otherwise, you know, because we, we can sit here on a podcast and people go, oh, that's so inspiring. Oh, you know, I listen to the best conversation or, you know, we, we, we get so filled up with head knowledge that, again, we, we forget to take the action. We forget to do the living. So what I always like to do is just get you to, to, to implement some of this now immediately and, and, and do it in some small way. Mm. Um, you know, otherwise your proverbial... Um, 
you know, we, we collect personal development. This is a big thing nowadays that people collect these personal development books and they go like, Oh my God, it was so great. I read the art of happiness and it was just, it's amazing. Life changing. Right. And what do we do naturally is is so many people, they put it in the bookshelf, like collects dust and we don't take action on any of it. Mm. Right. So what difference does it make? Yeah. Take action. Right. What was one insight maybe you had from this conversation? Take action from that insight. Mm. Yes. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here, Travis. I've loved the conversation and I'm sure everyone else will love it as well. I'm going to put all your website, social media links and everything in the show notes, but what's the best place for people to learn more about you or see more of your lessons and, and everything? Yeah. Social media is, you know, I'm all over it. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, cool. YouTube, everywhere. Websites, travisbartonlife.com. Check me out there. Say hello. Uh, let me know what the uh, insight that you got from today was and, and what the first step in your journey on your hero's journey is. Yes. Yes. Love message to hear. Both of us, what your first step is. We would love to hear from you. Um, so sure. Thank you so much, Travis. Have an amazing day and thanks everyone for listening. All right. Rock stars. Have a good one. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot and share on social media with your biggest insight. Make sure you tag me at by Rachel White on Facebook and Instagram. Have a beautiful day. Namaste.